Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good morning, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Hopefully your Christmas was a good one. Today, the BYU Cougars are on the road in Starkville, Mississippi, getting ready to face the Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Cougars are trying to avoid their second three-game losing streak of the season after falling a week ago today on the road at San Diego State, losing to the Aztecs 90-81. to And once again, one of those things that just for some reason keeps happening to BYU the Cougars faced a team that found its mojo from the perimeter. The Aztecs hit 12 threes and shot 46% from beyond the arc. The loss dropped BYU to 8-6 and six overall. In that game, TJ Haas finished with 18 points, and he has been on a tear. Listen to these numbers over the last five games for TJ Haas. He's averaging 21 points. assists while shooting 59% from the field and 50% from three. He has been so good this season and over the last five games specifically has taken that to another level. The consistency that you've been able to get this entire season from TJ as well as Yoli, it's been a big, big reason why BYU feels confident that uh, moving forward they can kind of right some of the the issues that they're dealing with right now if they can get that third score to uh, to join Yoli and TJ but right now TJ shooting the ball really well scoring the ball that'll be a a big reason or excuse me a a big need for BYU today especially taking on a top 20 team in Mississippi State Today's matchup is also the final non-conference game for BYU before jumping into West Coast Conference play next week. Cougars still looking for their first road win of the season. Getting it today certainly will be a challenge. Mississippi State is 11-1, and and like BYU, wrapping up non-conference play for them as well. The Bulldogs are ranked 17th or 19th, depending on which poll you follow. The Cougars and Bulldogs are meeting for the first time since 1995. Mississippi State is led by guard Quindary Weatherspoon, who averages 16 points per game. The Bulldogs have five players scoring in double figures, four of which are their starters. Now back to Weatherspoon. Over the past two seasons, when he scores 20 points, the Bulldogs are 19-2, and and that includes 11 wins in a row. So keeping him in check, certainly going to be a big deal for BYU today. And this is a good shooting team, speaking of the Bulldogs, and one that's hitting threes at almost 40%. So certainly uh, one of the storylines we follow uh, for every BYU basketball game is just what type of three-point shooting uh, the opposition brings to the table. Now, the Bulldogs are the third-ranked team that BYU will face this year. Nevada and Houston are the other two. And Greg Rubel talked with assistant coach Lee Kamard and asked him how Mississippi State stacks up to those teams. They are a really good team as well as those other teams. But, I mean, watching them, I, I think they may be the best team that we've played. You know, I know Nevada's really – Houston was a great team. But I, I think these guys as a whole um, – and the way that they're playing right now will be a tougher challenge than those two were going into those games. These guys have won eight in a row. Uh, what helps them stand out uh, from that group you just mentioned? They, they are a really good shooting team. They rely on the three. They don't rely on the three, but they shoot a lot of threes, and that's kind of been our nemesis uh, as of late and with some of the, 
the games that we haven't been successful in is guarding that three-point line. For So for tomorrow, uh, it will be a real factor in the game. How much of that has been teams, quote-unquote, getting hot and, and your team not doing what you designed it to do going into a game? A little of both. Uh, you know, UNLV wasn't shooting it well before we played them, and we kind of turned them on a little bit, and it was hard to get them stopped once they got going. San Diego State, we knew, you know, this is a good shooting team. Very similar to this, they take a lot and they make a lot of threes. Um, and that game was more on our turnovers than on our half-court defense early, and that kind of got them going. And it'll be a, a good chance for us to see where we're at uh, in regards to the three-point line tomorrow as far as we know these guys take a lot of threes. The impressive thing is, is how how deep they can shoot them. And, you know, they take and make hard three-point shots. So that will be a key tomorrow. Not that you've spent a ton of time looking back at last Saturday, but when you did, of the turnovers you had, and there were more than normal, how many were just unforced errors that were very atypical of this team, do you think? There were there were a handful that were, uh, especially early. I, I don't think it had to do with their pressure. They didn't overly pressure us. Um, and some of it was just a focus. Some of it was probably the ambiance and the energy that was in the building, you know, and, and the twelve thousand that were there. Um, but 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 there were there were a handful that were just not us, you know, that that we haven't seen, you know, or more of a eight to ten turnover a game, and we had that, you know, early on in that game. So so that's something we have to clean up, and it really got San Diego State going, and it really felt like. A, <laughs> A couple of games that I had played in back back in Viejas, you know, so so that'll be a factor tomorrow. But but uh, the key there as well as tomorrow is it, the reason we can't turn over is because it's so hard to guard, and they're going to shoot threes out of it in transition. We gave up 27 points off of those turnovers, and that's just really hard to overcome. When it comes to resiliency, whether it was UNLV, the comeback there, or even the response from San Diego State, do you see? the fight in your guys that you think will ultimately be a strong characteristic for this team getting into league? Yeah, absolutely. Our guys, um, they haven't given up once this season, and they, they've, they've, uh, they've, they've competed to the end in every game, and, and that's, a, that's a good characteristic to have on a team. Obviously, you don't want to get down uh, like we did in those two games, but, but that's a good thing to see from your guys. How would you characterize the, uh, the, the the mood of the team, the mood of the guys? Uh, you know, not having a lot of games, it's tough to have to sit on a loss for a few days. Yeah, you know, we, we've we've sat on a loss for the last three weeks, and and that and that hurts, and it, uh, it definitely uh, <laughs> put a damper on Christmas, right? Um, but 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 the mood on the team is still positive. The guys still come every day and they bring it and they they you know want to get better want to play for and with each other and, and so that's good how much are you looking at this game as the springboard to league because you're in it right away here yeah i mean we got this and then we're right back at it into the league conference and, and it's a good opportunity for us another test on the road uh against a nationally ranked team that's got size got shooting so it's, it's just a good challenge it's a good opportunity for our guys to going into league that can kind of Give us a lot of energy uh, if we're able to get it done. Most important thing here is the 40 minutes you have against the Bulldogs. Yet, that said, uh, the league is looking better top to bottom. The league is strong. The league is really strong. All the numbers say it's better. Um, got a few teams that have kind of been middle of the pack in years past that are are, are right there, you know. Uh, in San Francisco, San Diego looks tough. Loyola looks tough. And, 
and, and just some of the other teams that are number wise not in the top half of the league traditionally cause us problems so so it's going to be a tough not uh, tough conference season and uh we've got a work cut out for us all right well here's to finishing off a non-conference the right way good luck against the bulldogs and uh, thanks for the conversation lee thanks greg Thank you very much to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, talking with assistant coach Lee Kamard. That's right. It's the final non-conference game. It's the final basketball game for 2018. Big one for BYU on the road in Starkville against Mississippi State. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head to Humphrey Coliseum for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Final game for the BYU Cougars in 2018. It's also their final non-conference game. They come in at 8-6, and six, facing a really good team in Mississippi State. They play in Starkville, Mississippi, which is where we head now. It is our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Mark, good morning. It sounds like, uh, because I saw it on the social media, it sounds like you got into Starkville quite early this morning. Is that, uh, is that the facts? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's always a, uh, a challenge to come east to the East Coast in December. And uh, you have delayed flights. And let me tell you, Starkville is not an easy place to get to. Once you you go to Atlanta and you go to Jackson and yeah that's an, and it's you think well I'm there no you got another two hour drive to Starkville so <laughs> I'm just happy to be here then you combine it with such an early game uh, you, you gotta you gotta find a way to get here I found a way I'm happy to be here not a lot of sleep but uh, I'm ready to go so now that that's an interesting thing that uh, that I wanted to ask you about and I was going to ask you in a minute but since you brought it up I'll ask you now. This is a, a somewhat of an odd time, and, and we talk about this in football sometimes, where BYU, you know, may may play on the East Coast and play an early game, and we always ask coaches and players that if it matters playing that early, and most will say it doesn't matter what time we play. Same for basketball, or is it a little different? Well, as a player, I never like playing uh, this early. I mean, it's just out of your schedule, uh, but. You know, I mean, I think the 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 the, the effect is neg- negligible. BYU's got a lot of other problems to worry about, <laughs> other than if their if their body's not quite ready to go. And but they, but they, I mean, they, they do need to get ready to go. I mean, obviously, you look at the last couple games. The problem has been the first five or six minutes, letting teams you know get looks and get hot, and then you're behind, and then you're playing catch up ball. It's, certainly, that has to change and. I don't think the uh, 11 a.m. here in uh, Starkville starting time is going to help with that, but that, that that's a, that's a real issue for BYU, and they're going to have to address uh, their their start so they're not frantically trying to get back into games. Rather, they're just they're just competing in a game and, and not uh, having such a big hole. Besides the slow starts, what are your overall thoughts on this BYU team heading into its final non-conference game? Because after this, it's all about jumping into the WCC. 
Well, I'm a little bit frustrated. I think everybody is. I mean, at this point in the season, you'd, you'd like to have more answered questions than questions, and, and I don't know that that's the case with this team. There's still some flux on, I think, who Dave Rose feels like he can really count on, and these are my guys, and this guy's going to do this when he's in the game, and, and I think there's still some some questions. Listen, it's a, it's, it's a tough period for this team, and we'll see how they respond. You know, the Vegas game, it's weird how basketball and life works. I mean, if, if they miss that three, that's a, a huge win and a big momentum booster, and you're feeling good about yourself. But uh, they hit that three, and then you so you lose that one, and it's a gut punch. Then you lose at San Diego State, and, boy, now you've got this, this uh, losing streak, and you have to come to a top 25 team across the country on their floor. And it doesn't look like you're going to get a win here. And that's not the ideal transition into conference play jason and plus you haven't won on the road and you have to start conference two games on the road uh i mean you've got guys that have been great you mentioned tj how good he's been the last five games but uh, with with his resurgence yoli has struggled at times and teams are gonna do everything they can to stop him and other guys need to step up besides tj and nick's uh, has been good at times but he's certainly a question mark and yeah, you know, Zach and Connor, you, you just don't know what you're going to get from guys from game to game. And you, who's going to play that five spot? Is it, you're going to put Zach down there? You're going to put Luke down there? Is Gavin Baxter going to be able to contribute? I mean, th- th- what I'm saying is you, you still got a lot of questions. And, and again, ideally at this point, you'd, you'd wish that most of the questions you had had been answered by this point. So it's it's a real interesting, challenging, frustrating time. It probably won't get much better today. You hope it does. I mean, no, this is a good game for BYU because they'll probably lose, but why not play it anyway? Maybe you get a win, and that would be huge. I mean, it doesn't make any difference to, if they lose. They're already kind of out of the NCAA tournament talk unless you can do something really special in conference. But if you win, then you're like, whoa, well, maybe maybe, maybe we can start talking about them again. So this is a good chance for BYU. It's not a likely chance, but you're out here. Let's play the game. But I'm more concerned about where this team is going into conference play. That was a long-winded answer. Maybe I'm still a little bit loopy from that uh, 2.30 arrival this morning. You know, of the things that BYU is doing well, and one of those is scoring. They're the 15th best scoring team in the country. What can BYU build off of to try and get some momentum heading into conference play? Well, I think they can take a lot of confidence from the fact that they're they're scoring a lot of points. and. Uh, I think in years past, like last year, uh, th- that wasn't the case. You know, most games they're going to score enough points to win this year, and they've done that. Even the games they've lost, they've scored enough points to win. It's just a matter of keeping the other team down. Uh, so I, I, that gives me some confidence, especially going on the road in, in conference. That's going to be a tough, a tough deal going in this conference. A good conference, USF and uh, uh, San Diego, LMU. I mean, they're, they're they're much better. Obviously, Gonzaga and. Maybe St. Mary's is a little bit more vulnerable, but it's still going to be tough on the road going there. Uh, so you're going to need to put up some points, but obviously the question will be, can BYU find a way to start keeping teams under you know, 60, 70 points? That's, that's when they're at their best, and Greg has this, a long list of stats about if BYU can keep teams under 60 and 70, they, they got a great winning percentage. But if teams are scoring 90, 100 points, uh, that, that's just not a good sign for BYU. 
depending on which poll you follow, the Bulldogs are ranked either 17th or 19th in the top 25. What do you see in this Mississippi State team? What are the challenges BYU faces today in a really good team? Well, it's a long list. I mean, uh, Peters can shoot lights out from deep. Uh, uh, Weatherspoon, you mentioned him before, terrific player. And then they've got uh, freshman, McDonald's All-American guy, and another fr- I mean, these guys are 6'10", 240, 250. I mean, it, it, it's pretty tough. Uh, and the, the real problem is, is uh, their discipline, and, and they shoot a great three-point percentage. It's, it's like San Diego State, with, but with much better athletes. Now, obviously, you're on the road. Uh, this town is excited about this team, a top 25 team. They haven't really played any great teams. Uh, they beat St. Mary's by four in, in I think, Vegas. Uh, they, they, I mean, they haven't really played any great, great teams. So maybe there's a chink in the armor there. Say, well, they're, they're good, but they, they haven't really been tested. But, I, I mean, they've got size. They've got experience. They return six their, their top six leading scorers from last year. That's always a good recipe for your team if you're bringing back all your best scorers. So, I mean, the, uh, this is a long list of issues that BYU will have to face. They have to clearly play their best game. I don't know if this team's better than Nevada or Houston. I'll have to see it. But uh, but they're certainly one of the top three that BYU have to play. And you combine that with on the road, in their place. Th- that's, a tough, uh, that's a tough hill for any BYU team to climb. But, again, maybe uh, with all the things that's happened, maybe just play loose. You get hot. You get a big win. And uh, that could really change the course of your season going forward. That's the hope. Uh, We'll see how it transpires today. The other thing that stood out to me when Greg was talking with Lee Kamard, they were talking about turnovers and and some of the unforced turnovers. And it reminded me of a comment that uh, Steve Cleveland made on BYU Sports Nation yesterday when he was talking about this matchup. And he said, you know what, if you go up against a team and you end up losing the game, and you lose because they just were better and they, they played the better game. Not that you're ever satisfied, but you can you can deal with that and move on. What you can't do is lose the game because you, you had too many turnovers or you were playing sloppy, that they were you know unforced errors. I think, I think something like that plays into today, that regardless of the outcome, if BYU can play well and not hurt themselves, I think that can also play a positive, uh, you know, play into a positive situation moving forward. Well, you're already in a situation where, I mean, it's going to take almost a miracle to get a win, so you can't make those mistakes. I mean, you you have to play flawless. You have to be Zach Wilson. You have to be almost perfect, (laughs) and uh, so... To the extent that you're giving up turnovers, you're already in in a deep hole against a really good team on the road. You're just digging yourself deeper. So BYU's been pretty good, actually, with assisted turnovers. And that San Diego State game was a little bit weird. And San Diego State had some full-court pressure, and there were a couple turnovers in backcourt. But it wasn't really about the pressure uh, that San Diego State was playing with. It was just that a couple guys freaked out, maybe... Uh, rushed a little bit too hard, and you, San Diego State was making threes, so then you're kind of really pressing, and you're trying to make something happen, and, and it got away from BYU. But absolutely, I mean, BYU's turnovers have to be under 10, I think, to have any chance in this game. 
and you have to play your best game. You have to play almost a perfect game, and to the extent you're giving second chance points and, and points off turnovers to a team like Mississippi State, I mean, good, good night. You're gonna you're gonna lose the game. So it's gonna have to be a clean. Well, well played game for BYU to have any chance in this one. All right. Uh, besides playing a clean game, Ken Garv, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, besides that, what else are your keys to today's game? You know, I think Yoli has to have a game. I mean, if you look back at the big biggest wins BYU's had uh, in situations like this, somebody really stepped up and had an all-timer. And uh, I think Yoli's going to have to have plus plus 30 points for BYU to, to win it. That's going to be tough. Like I said, teams now say, we're going to just stop Yoli. We're going to double him. We're going to stop him and uh, have other guys beat us. And, uh, you know, when you're playing against good teams and good coaches, that'll be their strategy. But I think for BYU to have a chance, he's got to have plus 30. I didn't ask you at the beginning. Uh, we got, we got d- discussing your planes, trains, and automobiles type situation. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas, by the way? Had a marvelous Christmas. Uh, spent a few days in San Diego. Came home right before Christmas, and we're just incredibly blessed. Let me also say, happy birthday to my ten-year-old daughter Stratton. I love you, Stratton. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Stratton. Well done. Uh, well done, Mark. Uh, it's. I'm glad that you made it. Uh, we will hear you and Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. Sounds good. Look forward to it. There we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from Starkville, Mississippi. After a quick timeout, we'll, we'll check out some other scores. As you would imagine, this early in the morning, there's not a lot going on. We'll, we'll really look more ahead to the day that will be in college basketball and in college football. That's all coming up next on Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. All right, wrapping up Cougar Pregame Live. We'll get you to Starkville, Mississippi coming up in just a few minutes. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant will have the call. Coming up later on this afternoon, games featuring other local teams. Nevada up in Salt Lake City taking on the University of Utah at 12 p.m. Mountain Time at 2 Mountain in Cedar City. Southern Utah hosting Montana State. Weber State on the road at Eastern Washington. UVU at Fresno State. Also, BYU Women's Basketball, they begin WCC play today on the road at Santa Clara at 3 p.m. We'll also update you throughout the afternoon on college football's bowl games. Four games, two of which are your college football playoff games. That's all coming up a little bit later on. In the meantime, it's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Up next, to we're going to send you to Humphrey Coliseum in Starkville, Mississippi for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good morning, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside Humphrey Coliseum in Starkville, Mississippi. As today, the BYU Cougars venture into SEC country to complete a a non-conference slate at Mississippi State. I'm Greg Rubel, joined on today's call by former Cougar Ironman Mark Durant. And today we've got BYU taking on a nationally ranked team on a 21-game non-conference home win streak. Third top 25 opponent the Cougars have faced in this non-conference portion of the schedule. 
And uh, one final chance, Mark, for a marquee win before WCC play gets underway in five days. Now when you start the season, you kind of have a long list. So these are our real opportunities to make a splash and get a big win that we can kind of hang our hats on. And all those opportunities have gone by the wayside. Sure, there's been some decent wins, Utah State and uh, Utah. And, uh, but, you, you know, this, this is the, kind of your last chance. And I think the conference, Greg, is a really good conference. And Brian might merit two two bids at least and uh so what you're thinking is we got to at least finish second in the conference but boy it would sure be nice to have at least one big win on the road against mississippi state a top 25 team that you can point to that that would be something that would, would really make a difference so if you lose it no big deal because uh, you're not in a great spot anyway but if you win it this is a great opportunity so go out and play loose go out and have some fun and maybe get a big win and uh, that would go a long way to to making people feel a lot better after the last uh, week or two for BYU yes indeed been a while since uh, BYU's last win because of the way the schedule's been spaced uh, BYU's gone now 17 days since its last victory they beat Portland State lost on a weekend lost on a weekend here we are on the next week weekend and BYU's looking to snap that to two-game skid. Coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Starkville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Fight to BYU and Mississippi State coming up uh, top of the hour in this Saturday matinee, 11 a.m. Central Time tip, 10 back in the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, first meeting since November of 1995, which was the second game of a home-and-home that began in 1994 when Mark Durant helped the Cougars to a win at the Marriott Center. That team actually made the uh, Sweet 16. That MSU team the next year went to the Final Four. Really good team. Uh, Eric Dampier was uh, good. Yeah, that was a big win for us at the Baird Center. Absolutely. Bulldogs got the win at Humphrey Coliseum the following season, as noted. And that, again, that team did go all the way to the Final Four. Time now for my pregame interview with BYU head coach Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. Here now, Coach Rose previewing a third straight game away from home the third of five in a row on the road yeah you know when we scheduled this it uh it 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 seems difficult on paper but it's probably a lot more difficult to actually uh to actually do it but our our guys are uh excited to be back from christmas i think they had a good christmas break and um you know this game when we scheduled it we thought you know let's let's our whole you know approach was trying to find as many quadrant you know, one, two games as we could find. And this one became available. And with Jashir's situation, you know, being from Gulfport, a couple, you know, hours drive from here. And uh, we, we, and I've known Ben for years and knew he was going to have a good team and knew that he'd be, uh, you know, in the, in the top 25 and thought that, you know, hey, it'd be a good opportunity for us. And, you know, with, with you know, the tough losses that we've had, uh, what we really need to do is win. And, and so this will be a great win if we can get it today. Yeah, where do they maybe most uh, compare to other teams you've already had to face in this preseason? Uh, more like Nevada, probably than anybody. Uh, I think it's a more skilled team than Nevada, and I think they're actually a little bit better defensively. Um, and uh, you know, Nevada's shown that they're really good over the course of the season. We got them on the very first night, and um, you know, played them pretty good for thirty minutes, and then their depth kind of took over. But uh, this group here, we're going to have to be. 
um, not only really good with the ball, uh, getting shots and, and shoot a high percentage, can't turn it over. The turnovers turn straight into to points, kind of like San Diego State did. Uh, and then it's really skilled, a great, a great three-point shooting team mm-hmm. uh, for as athletic as they are and the size that they play with. And a uh, really nice guard line. Uh, the Weatherspoon brothers and then uh, a kid Lamar Peters will shoot from anywhere. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because probably right now the way they're playing, um, you know, their, their preseason all-league guy um, is probably the third option, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, Lamar Peters is a left-handed shooter. Reminds me of a guy that I coached years and years ago, a guy named Shimon Antrim, who was from uh, Connecticut, played for me at Dixie. He's just a left-handed kid that – uh, is really quick with the ball, but his his number one thing is that he can shoot from deep range. And they've got a big mascot here, or, or at, 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 at in, in the middle of the floor, and he's always shooting from that painted area that, on that on that uh, that logo at the middle of the floor. And the thirty-five Holman, a uh, good four, is uh, as good a shooting big man as you're going to see yeah. too for his size. And he's going to. Uh, you know, he'll really stretch the floor, and uh, I think that our scout team has done a great job this week of giving us a good show of what's going to happen. And um, you know, twenty-four is a guy who's played you know uh, a lot for him, but he hasn't played the last couple games, and so um, number one's playing quite a bit, yeah, and uh, Reggie Perry. And so um, I, I, I we have spent a lot of time on their personnel, but what I I'm really concentrating on especially right now with this group is the things that we need to do better to be able to win on the road because that's our issue i mean we've got a good home record and you know the neutral court games um you know we win both of them and and, you know we're one and one and got beat by kind of a last second shot at at vegas but uh, our road record and our our road woes are, are starting to mount and so that's uh, we need to have a better defensive approach, and we need to take care of the ball a lot better uh, in order to uh, be as effective as we need to be on the road. From a personnel standpoint, you're going with the same group, right? Yeah, we'll start the same group, and 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 you know, getting in the league, we'll we'll start. We maybe start starting guys based on matchups, and we, we know so much more about you know the the teams that we're playing and the the style and what we're going to be in for for 40 minutes. But uh, I, I like the way that our team has approached this starting lineup, and uh, so we'll go with that today. You had to leave a player home due to illness, uh, partly to get him better and hopefully then not, not spread through the team probably yeah, too. Yeah, and, then, and, you know, we got two guys at home with, uh, you know, Evan Troy's got mono, and so we'll see how long that takes him to recover. But Colby Lee got sick returning, coming home from Idaho, um, and uh, – Hopefully, when we get back, he's he's ready to go, and and you know the 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 illness hasn't you know taken too much out of him because he was really just coming along to uh, where we were feeling really confident and good for him, and and hopefully he can get back to that that, that status pretty quick. All right, uh, coach. Good luck today against MSU. We'll t- talk to you a bit post game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Dave Rose, and today's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. So, uh, coach chatting about uh, Colby Lee not here, Evan Troy not here, Luke Worthington is here, but uh, hurt his toe in practice uh, midweek, and uh, calling him a game time decision. He wants to give it a go, but uh, it's as important that Luke be ready for league play as it is that he get to go today. And it's a pretty fresh injury, so we'll see how Luke goes that way. The frustrating part of that is uh, the, the the guys that really showed some. A nice play the other night against yeah. SDSU. They all took setbacks. And so you're like, oh, really? 
And then uh, Dalton Nixon is here, uh, will not dress for personal reasons. So BYU is down uh, personnel against a really good and really big and good shooting Mississippi State team. So it's as adverse a situation as this season's team has faced or really any of Dave Rose's teams in recent memory. Always a challenge, but uh, you want to be playing your best with your full complement of guys. They don't have that, but it's a good chance for other guys to step up like like a Gavin Baxter or other guys can get a chance to play and show what they've got. All right, title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. This has been the Science Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is coming up next from The Hump, Humphrey Coliseum in Starkville, Mississippi, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. From Starkville, Mississippi, it's BYU's non-conference finale. The Cougars visiting the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. MSU on an eight-game win streak since suffering their only loss of the season. BYU coming in on a two-game skid. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you for courtside commentary today. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. And our broadcast intern today back at BYU Radio is Sterling Richards. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 over the air. We are live on BYU Radio, 89.1 FM HD2 and KSL News Radio, 102.7 and 1160 AM. We are streaming on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com in addition to the BYU Radio and BYU Cougars apps. Archives of today's game can be heard commercial break free at BYURadio.org and on the BYU Radio app as well as the new BYU Men's Basketball Podcast. So a lot of ways to tune in today, whether live or after the fact. Well, in the Dave Rose era, it's been a very unusual uh, for BYU to lose consecutive regular season games. This season, the Cougars have already gone through a three-game skid and need a win today to avoid a second three-game skid, something that has never happened in a single season under Coach Rose. And Mark, with BYU now at 8-6, and six, a 14th straight 20-win season is now dependent on a pretty significant uh, turnaround in league play. And with the WCC playing uh, tougher than it has since BYU joined the conference, of course, a win today would be a, a solid springboard into the Cougs' WCC opener next Thursday. Obviously, a win today would be great in a lot of ways, Greg, but I'm more concerned with the opener in conference. And BYU hasn't won a road game. You start at Pacific and then at St. Mary's. It seems like every year you're starting that first weekend. We've spent a lot of New Year's Eves in, in Moraga together, Greg. I don't know why that is, but uh, they're not the team they were, but they're still going to be tough to beat at home so conceive if you if you started out 0-2 that would just be disastrous you just can't afford to do that in the conference with how good the teams are uh uh, this year Uh, i mean uh, that that's my worry i just want this team to be in a better spot going into conference play with some confidence and and feeling good about their chances because if you can do well in conference conceivably you take second conceivably that that might be enough because you're gonna have to win a lot of games to get second then you're up plus 20 wins like where where you hope to be and and it's a great conference so maybe you get two bids i mean 
that that's the I- idealistic version of how BYU could proceed, but that's pretty idealistic considering what they've done on the road this year and having to go for two road games to start the conference. Yeah, the, the, the way the league is shaping up from metrics, this is the year where it appears that the WCC will be a multi-bid league, so this is the year we're finishing second to Gonzaga is good enough. The question is, can BYU be good enough to be that second-place team? Because uh, there are four double-digit win teams right now at the WCC, and only one is Gonzaga, and none of the other two are St. Mary's or BYU right now. Right. right. Obviously, San Francisco's having a great year, and San Diego, you talk about San Diego, that's a team that went into to Viejas and beat San Diego State, who you just got drilled by. So LMU's the other L- one. LMU, I mean, that, that, BYU struggled on the road against bad West Coast Conference teams the past couple of years. They're going to have to go on the road against some really good teams, and it's going to make it obviously that much more difficult. Yeah, it's the toughest the league has been since BYU joined it, uh, and uh, as the rest of the league is improving, BYU hopes they're not uh, dipping at that very same time. Again, a win today would... Uh, would do, do a lot to put BYU in good shape coming into league play, but it does get underway in less than a week. Coming up after this break, the Cougar Tip-Off show continues from Humphrey Coliseum in Starkville, Mississippi, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brent Rubel. BYU and Mississippi State tipping it in a late morning matchup here in Starkville. Mid-morning back in the Mountain Time Zone. MSU 11-1 on the year. BYU 8-6. The Bulldogs perfect at home and are on a 21-game. 21-game non-conference home win streak. Longest current streak in the SEC. Mark, BYU is battling right now a little bit of, a, let's call it, offensive imbalance. And here's where it comes. BYU is top 15 nationally in two-point field goal percentage. That's excellent. BYU's top 60 in free throw percentage. That's certainly very good. And BYU's 277th in three-point percentage. BYU is good where you want to be good and not so good where you need to be good in today's game. That's such a different game. Obviously now three-point shooting is so critical and especially when... uh, it's not so much about what BYU is doing as well, but what other teams are doing to BYU. They're shooting so well from the three-point line, so you have to match that. That's all there is to it. TJ's been great. Uh, Zach Deshear have not been good. Yoli, I thought, would be much better. He's certainly struggling. Uh, McKay, I mean, it, you go down the list other than TJ. Nick, uh, you know, he's still work in progress. But, boy, you just have to, especially on the road, you have to make threes, and, and you have to stop guys from making threes. And, as good as they played in other areas, that has been sorely lacking. All right, uh, here's uh, your You Be the Judge feature now, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMindUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's the question. Who was the last-ranked non-conference team that BYU beat? Mississippi State, of course, ranked. The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues from Starkville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It is BYU at rank Mississippi State. You be the judge question. The last non-conference opponent BYU defeated. Ranked non-conference opponent was Louisville back in 2007. Tip-off is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 